Good afternoon and welcome to this podcast from Supply Side East in New Jersey. I'm Elaine Watson and I'm joined today by Mark Crowell, Principal Culinologist at Cullinex, the leading product development consultancy. Mark, you focus today on functional foods in your presentation. When it comes to developing functional foods, what are, what are the key questions you should be asking yourself at the concept stage? Well, I think there's two key questions. One is, is the concept right? Do you have a really good idea that's going to be appealing in the marketplace? And I think the second set of questions has to do with formulating the product. Are you going to formulate it correctly so that you really get a good quality product out of the production process? I mean, drilling down into what makes a successful functional food product, in your presentation you highlighted a couple of products where one seemed... uh, at least conceptually, to work, and the other one was perhaps a, a tougher for consumers to get a handle on. Could, could you elaborate a bit on maybe what works and maybe what doesn't? Yeah, I think it has to do with the base food product that you're working with. In the example I gave in the presentation, one product was a milk-based product. Of course, it's inherently healthy. The second product was uh, based on a carbonated beverage, and it had just a tremendous amount of sugar in it. And I think the hurdle in those two examples of base products are very different. I mean, in your presentation, you had the example of a functional cookie, if you like, a cookie fortified uh, with, I think, acai um, in it, but you highlighted perhaps that something like functional ice cream might not work. How could you explain the difference between the two? Well, I, I don't know that there is a difference between cookies and ice cream. They're both indulgent treats, but you can do probably a little bit more to make a cookie uh, skew more healthy than you can with ice cream because ice cream is so much a matter of of mouthfeel that comes from butterfat and those are those are difficult things to replicate well. If you were to look at products on the marketplace uh, that are launched each year um, in functional foods and the ones that that that, that haven't worked are there consistent reasons why that is the case uh, you know if you were to, to to look at them? I think one of the things that I see as a mistake uh, that's often uh, committed is too many functional benefits are tried to uh, be put into uh, onto a package or try to be conveyed to uh, consumers. Um, the other is, I think, uh, just things that are not believable. Um, you know, a, a host of uh, benefits or features are tried uh, to be conveyed, and um, they're just not believable in the product. I mean, in terms of the potential um, of the market, I think in your presentation you said at the end that uh, potentially, uh, you know, anything and everything could be functional in the future and that in 10, 15 years' time the marketplace could look quite different. So could you elaborate a bit about your predictions for the market? Well, I think people are uh, making the link between diet and health much more distinctly uh, than ever before, and I imagine that science uh, research will continue to advance and uh, people will just uh, get a better and better knowledge of how what they eat affects uh, their lifespan and their general health within that lifespan. So um, I think people will be looking for more and more food products to en- enhance their well-being. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining me, Mark. I guess the take-home message is there is potential there, but you have to do your homework or you could get your fingers burnt. I'm Elaine Watson, and I'm reporting for Nutra Ingredients USA.